Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Standing in for Yaffe Day, this is Shannon Moore of Politics and More. And uh, just before the break, uh, I was talking about the uh, the fentanyl crisis that's going on in America. And uh, he, like a lot of things, that ha- has taken on a lot of political over- overtones because um, a-, a lot of conservative leaders have raised the, that issue uh, that fentanyl has become extremely pervasive in, in a lot of American cities, really in a lot of, of states or probably most states today. And as an attorney myself, uh, I, I could say, um, having uh, worked a lot in the criminal justice system, that it, it really is fentanyl and and the drug uh problems out there has massively increased over the last few years and i've got a friend of mine another attorney in town eric wood eric practices in huntsville alabama uh joining us as well as uh michael varchetta who's uh with his way it's a a uh a facility that helps with drug addiction in Masson County. Uh, good morning, Eric, and uh, good morning, Michael. Hey, Shannon. How you doing, bud? Good, good. And, Michael, are you there? I'm here, Shannon. Well, Thanks we certainly me. appreciate y'all joining us. And, you know, Eric, you and I both do a lot of, of criminal law in, in Masson County, really in, uh, in North Alabama. And... We've been around a long time. When we hear about the fentanyl crisis on the news, um, there it really is a serious problem in, in local communities, really throughout America these days. It's, uh, would you would you agree with that? Absolutely, Shannon. It's the biggest crisis I see on a daily basis. I do a big volume of probation revocation cases which means I get a lot of people who have arrests for possession of a controlled substance. I have had over 10 clients die from fentanyl overdoses in the last two, two and a half years, and I've never seen anything like that before, Shannon, in this community. Never seen anything like it. Well, and, you know, Eric, I I, I was mentioning that this – Ultimately, this should be a, a nonpartisan issue because it, it affects people on both sides of the aisle. It affects not only the people who are using fentanyl, it affects their families, spouses, children, parents, uh, friends, relatives. It affects the community. I mean, there's a lot of, of crime that, that comes out of, out of the whole situation. Uh, but, you know, I've heard some statistics that, like in Madison County, for instance, uh, here in North Alabama, uh, there's almost an overdose and a death from fentanyl every few days. And 
it, it really is a very deadly drug. It is. It's 50 times stronger than heroin, and it's flooding into our community at a rate that is astounding. It's cheaper than heroin. It's the um, kind of thing that is really a weapon of mass destruction in our community right now, affecting us and our children. Now, um, I know you're joined there with, uh, uh, by Michael Barchetta. And, and, Michael, you're you're a counselor at His Way in Madison County. Is that correct? Uh, that's correct, Shannon. And, what, Michael, if you could tell uh, the, the viewers a little bit about His Way, because I've, I've visited there myself. I've had clients who've, who've gone there. And it's uh, His Way and, and other uh, facilities like that are all part of the attempts to deal with some of these drug, drug problems uh, in our local area. So what does His Way do? Sure. So uh, His Way is a nine-month uh, residential treatment program for men who struggle with addiction. Uh, and one of the, 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 you know, the core tenet of His Way is not merely to get, uh, get a man sober. It's to uh, uh, put tools around that man to uh, succeed uh, when they finish the program. And what I mean by tools, I mean spiritual tools, uh, employment tools, education tools, financial tools, everything to just totally rebuild and transform an individual so that when they leave the program, they can stand on their own two feet and uh, and function as a as a productive member of society. And, and Michael, you know, Eric and I are, are talking about fentanyl and just how deadly that is. Uh, at, at at his way, have, have y'all noticed an increase in the number of people who wind up oh, becoming no, addicted no to, so to fentanyl? Past, it started about, I would say, about three years ago. We noticed a, a substantial uptick in overdoses and things like that. I would say, you know, five years ago, the majority of the residents coming in, uh, their drug of choice was, was meth or some other drug. But now, uh, over the past three years, I would say it's probably at least three quarters uh, uh, opiates is the, the main drug of choice. And now even more and more people now are just say, saying that fentanyl is their drug of choice. And instead of saying opiates or heroin or pain pills, a lot of people are just going straight to fentanyl and seeking that out. Uh, um, so all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more here on uh, the Yaffe program. So stay tuned. You're listening to Yaffe on WVNN. All right, we're back with the Yaffe program. Yaffe is off today, so I shared more politics and more. Uh, I'm hosting for him today and tomorrow, actually, and I'm... Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. And it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was, hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. Joined by fellow attorney and friend of mine, Eric Wood. Eric practices in 
Huntsville, Alabama, and also joined by Michael Varchetta of His Way in Madison County. We're talking about uh, the fentanyl crisis uh, in America and in locally. And, you know, I, I, I think Eric and I would both agree that the, the magnitude of the problem out there uh, is tremendous, and it cannot be uh, unexaggerated. Uh, the the rise in fentanyl over the last few years has been tremendous, and we've seen. Uh, I think I looked at the figures. I believe in America there was about a hundred thousand deaths actually from fentanyl this year. And you know, Eric, uh, I think you mentioned you you know you've known people who have passed away from from fentanyl. Oh, yeah. My best friend from high school and undergrad, Justin, um, overdosed and passed away this summer. So, so it, it, it really has taken a toll. And, you know, Eric, when I think of the, the, the drug problems and especially like fentanyl, I mean, it really affects a large group of people outside of just the person who's addicted to it, doesn't it? I think of all the people I know, everybody has a connection fentanyl if they dig deep enough and their friends their family it affects all socioeconomic groups you have professionals you have all kinds of folks that are dying left and right and i think we have to do some real policy shifts we need to think about opening up suboxone for more people it's something that's not popular but it saves lives and um i think that's one thing we could look into right away well you know one of the things i have noticed um about the fentanyl problem is a lot of of fentanyl this is also kind of one of the reasons you see a lot of accident oh well i I guess they're 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 overdoses but you know the individual wasn't necessarily thinking they were taking fentanyl is fentanyl is getting laced in a lot of other other drugs uh isn't it you read about that but you see a phenomenon where people are seeking it out now where a year two years ago People might think they're getting heroin, but it's really fentanyl. And what's changed is people are seeking that out, where instead of um, people stumbling into it, people are seeking out the strongest thing they can find, even though it can kill them. That's what I've seen. Now, Michael, um, you, um, you're at, at his way, a counselor at his way. How... Um, you know, with someone who's addicted to fentanyl, do you do you see any sort of difference in an addiction to that than maybe with with meth or some other drug? Um, the, the particular, the noticeable difference that I see is that it has a stronger hold. So we have an issue with guys coming in um, who are detoxing, and that's not like a totally unusual um, situation. But um, what I find though is guys that are detoxing from fentanyl. Uh, are just really unable to, uh, you know, to tough it out, so to speak. I mean, they, they usually end up leaving prematurely, um, which often has disastrous results, you know, for them and their families and for the community as a whole. So, absolutely. So, so do you think it's actually, it almost sounds like it's more difficult to deal with someone who has a fentanyl addiction than maybe an addiction to some other other drug even drugs that we would consider kind of hardcore drugs uh it's still actually more difficult to deal with that sort of addiction than those 
Well, I mean, maybe early on it is. I mean, I mean, long term, it's not that much different than dealing with a with a uh, you know a, a typical uh, heroin addiction or, or meth addiction. It's, in the long term, it's not that much of a difference. But early on, for sure, because it has that just strong hold over the individual. Now, Eric, I I know uh, as an attorney, we we've kind of see how the the justice system. Uh, uh, especially in the last few years has done more and more to try to deal with uh the drug problem in america you see a lot more diversion programs uh drug court has become a very popular in alabama as an attempt to especially for people who maybe have not been in trouble uh with the law before to have a chance to avoid uh permanent criminal charges on their record if they could kind of get uh help with the uh a drug problem uh do you think that the fentanyl issue is going to need to be almost addressed differently than maybe some of these other drugs that that you know these programs were set up for earlier on yeah the problem we're running into right now shannon is people are dying while they're in these diversion programs well before they even get there if they have a probation revocation case and we're trying to get them into a rehab they're overdosing before that even happens. So I don't think it's something that the court system can fix. I think it's something that will require a legislative solution. And, um, you know, we just we got people dying before the court system can even get to them right now. Yeah, the um, the fentanyl problem, it, it really is amazing, Eric, because, again, you, you think about maybe four or five years ago, um, I can you know, don't remember much in the way of, of fentanyl cases in, in the court system. But really, in the last few years, it's just amazing just how many of those ca- cases are coming uh, coming up. And, you know, you hear about it on the news, but, you know, it's not just a political talking point. It is really out there in these communities and i mean it is actually really spreading and i mean you even see it with a lot of uh, of younger people i mean you know teenagers we we see some high profile cases where you know teenagers whether they knew it or not you know get poisoned by fentanyl and it's it's amazing that it does not take that much to 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 kill somebody i mean it is 50 times stronger than heroin that is amazing to even conceptualize 50 times stronger than heroin. I feel like it's an increasing percentage of the drug cases I see involve fentanyl. And um, the saddest part is just seeing your clients pass away, mm-hmm. where the DA files this motion to abate because your client is no longer living. I can't remember that happening more than just a couple times before fentanyl. And I've had that happen at least 10 times in the last two and a half years, Shannon. Um, Michael, with, with his way, what do you think uh, ultimately are some of the issues that people who wind up addicted to these type of substances have to address in their own lives to kind of overcome these addictions? Because I know y'all y'all have a, 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 a large approach or, or actually a multifaceted approach to trying to overcome uh, addictions to, to, to substance abuse. And again, I mean, this is a, a, a touched 
so many families in America that, you know, again, it's not really a political issue. Uh, maybe the, how it's dealt with is, but it, it cuts across all socio Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. If you sacrifice your dream for the sake of satisfying someone else, that can often lead to ongoing resentment, which then poisons a relationship subtly, slowly, but it does. And if he doesn't want to let you down, then your dreams matter. Afford Anything, wherever you listen economic uh levels but what are some of the issues you think people typically at least on the personal level have to overcome in order to try to to increase the chances that they could break away from these addictions yeah so the biggest thing there is just uh accepting that you have to totally transform yourself you can't just say well i'm gonna check this box and this box and this box and then i'm cured i mean you have to totally uh, embrace the idea that you have to transform your entire life and that's um, you know you can't go back to things that were comfortable to you in the past you have to uh, you know work toward a new career you have, you have to you know pursue um, you know a new career path or, or a new education track I mean you have to totally change your life and once you embrace that idea um, you will find that uh, once you get so far along um, you will having long-term success. I mean, that's ultimately what it takes. Shannon, Eric here. I think this is the biggest political issue coming up in the primaries. I think at the state level and federal level, solutions to the fentanyl crisis is the number one political issue right now. Well, you know, it, it was certainly it was certainly talked about um, in the fall when we were coming up to the, the midterms. But I, I have no doubt that, you know, two years from now, uh, when we 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 uh, go back to the polls to to, uh, uh, to for the the 2024 presidential election, I mean, whoever's the candidates on on both sides of the political aisle, that will be a, a big issue that's going to be asked. It's one, how are you going to deal with the fentanyl crisis? You know, from uh, uh, you know where fentanyl is coming from to two, you know, what are your, your solutions to, to dealing with it? And it sounds like Eric, you, you feel that we still are a long ways away from coming up with some really good viable solutions to how to, to stop this in society. Yeah. I haven't heard it from anyone except for president Trump, just a little bit. You'll hear him talk about it. I want to hear someone like Governor DeSantis put a solution out there. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard it. Well, I, I think that ultimately it's probably going to have to be a, a multifaceted approach. Now, I, I remember back in the, the 80s under the, the Reagan administration that Just Say No was a, was a, a, a very uh, large program that I believe Nancy Reagan had pushed in terms of trying to, to fight the, the drug problem and you know we jump to almost uh 30 years later and we've got i mean we still have the uh, many other drugs out there not to diminish the meth problem the heroin problem things of that nature because those are those are bad drugs people they're not killing people in the same numbers though yeah but but yeah the 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 the, the death rate with fentanyl is, is just it's kind of astounding. I mean, I, it still surprises me to think that that many people 
or ODing and actually dying off of fentanyl. And, you know, the, the interesting thing is, I mean, even people who have come in contact with someone who maybe has OD'd from fentanyl, some of them have wound up in the hospital. We hear of, you know, medics who, you know, try to, to treat people who are, or have had a, an overdose. And it's such a potent drug that it even uh, affects them. But let's uh, let's take a quick break. I'm going to have y'all on if you don't mind for the, the last segment here, uh, here on the Yaffe program. So uh, stay tuned. Happy program. All right, we're back with the Yaffe program, and as we're wrapping up today, I have on uh, attorney Eric Wood out of Huntsville, Alabama, and Michael Varchetta of His Way, Madison County, Alabama. We've been talking about the fentanyl crisis, and uh, Real quickly, quickly to kind of uh, summarize everything, Eric, what do you think in, in terms of like some of your clients? What has, what, in ter- what do people have to do to kind of break the addiction uh, uh, to this drug or, or to, to serious drugs in, in in general? Is Suboxone, where people who have a acute opiate addiction would be prescribed Suboxone, which has an opiate blocker in it for some period of time, six months, nine months, 12 months, whatever is deemed appropriate. And that person is then going to live for the next six, nine, 12 months while they're in early recovery. And if they do come across fentanyl and they use it, they don't die. Instead, they survive and live to fight another day. I think that's one immediate policy shift that would benefit a lot of the people that I represent. On a second level, like how do you stop the supply from coming in? Mm-hmm. That's something that's way over my pay grade, but people need to be thinking about it and addressing that. And uh, Michael, uh, with your, your work at His Way, uh, what do you think is the number one thing in terms of how people kind of move beyond these sorts of addictions? Uh, as far as the immediate need to to break from it, uh, I don't disagree with what Eric said about the, about the suboxone. I also think we could, uh, you know, put more funding into, into detox resources. Uh, we have a lot of guys that come to our program from uh, that supposedly come from from detox centers, and they come there high. You know, I mean, so I think we could throw more money, commit more resources to better detox, better quality detox, to make that more accessible to people, I think, would be a good start as well. All right. Well, Eric and Michael, I certainly appreciate y'all joining us. It is a a serious problem out there in America, and and, uh, this is something that politicians on really both sides of the aisle are going to have to to tackle. But, again, thank y'all for for joining us. And, um, uh, you know, Greg, um, as an attorney, you you also I know have worked in the criminal justice field for many years, and it is an an issue that uh, politicians are going to have to 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 deal with. Now, uh, now, Greg, I pointed out you were a noted author, so I'm going to give you a real quick uh, moment to kind of put out there your book for people who may want to read a little bit more about your thoughts. 
It's on Amazon. Uh, just look for me, Greg Hopkins, and type in A Time to Kill. The title of the book is A Time to Kill, The Bible and Self-Defense. And it's the still out there, the only cover-to-cover uh, analysis of what the Bible actually says about self-defense. Jesus did not teach pacifism. If you have a soldier with P- PTSD, I think it would help him to know that God knows the difference between uh, murder and killing in combat, uh, law enforcement, or self-defense. Uh, it's. Uh, I ask only one thing, just buy a copy for yourself, one for your preacher, one for your Sunday school teacher, and one for the church library. That's all I ask. And <laughs> great gift for Christmas, only about $20. Uh, and so uh, I think you will learn a lot if you're interested in the ethics of self-defense from a Christian and Jewish percept- perspective. Well, you know, I, I've, I've had your book for many years now, Greg, and I, I've been urging folks, I've been urging Greg to, to come. <laughs> up and write a, another book as well because you know over the over the years he's been on my show uh, a, a number of times and we we've talked about the law and self-defense when you come on but we've also talked about uh, a lot of other things because as you could tell greg is an amateur historian i am as well we're both lawyers so we do enjoy to to, to talk and everything and so i've been like greg you need to write another book i mean it's it, it's a time to, time to do that greg uh, possibly i I don't know, but I do teach uh, uh, self-defense classes uh, for uh, church security teams. Uh, the Law of Self-Defense of Alabama. It's called the Alabama Legal Defense Academy, and I also teach uh, citizens who would like to uh, uh, take a course, a six-hour course on on uh, how to uh, stay out of prison. <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow on the Yappy Program. Everyone, have a great rest of your day. It's the Yappy Program on WVNN. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.